Kalani Satake is sitting down with us here in the broadcast booth. Going to be popping on the headset as we get a chance to uh, unwind with Kalani and talk about uh, today's win. Cougar Nation now is coming up in just a few minutes. I think we'll give uh, Kalani a break and do a one-segment show today. How, how lucky is that? Kalani walks up and he's like, what's that? One segment. Yeah, so he's he, he normally we keep Kalani for two. We're feeling gen- don't look look for it to happen every week, but today we're going to give Kalani one segment as we're kind of clipping along with a busy triple header day on the radio today and trying to get to all these different broadcasts. But yeah, next week day. it'll be like one a.m. That will be doing yeah, that. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you here a long time. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Uh, <laughs> next week it'll be an eight fifteen kick against the Utah State. Fifty one to nine. UMass is uh, uh, our final today. And uh, Kalani, where would you like to start in terms of what maybe is is uh, is your biggest takeaway from the day today? Well, I love the second half, and uh, just like the way the guys were in the, in the locker room, they, they had a great presence about them, and there was no panic. You know, the guys are just ready to go, and, and uh, obviously we knew what the issues were, and our coaches have communicated that well to the players, and uh, once we got those fixed, we were able to handle the game, and uh, I have to get, say the special teams created some plays for us and, and great um, opportunities, you know, with the block punt and and uh, forcing fumbles. And so um, Ed's done a great job with that group, and I was really pleased with uh, with our, our team, especially in the second half, the, the way that they were able to respond from being close in the, in the first half. When you say the issues were communicated to the players by the coaches, is this usually done at a pretty moderate level of, of volume and intensity, or do some days require a little more force than others? And what was it like there today with getting these guys kind of straight for the second half? No, it, it was. It, it was. I mean, everything. If you want to communicate, you have to communicate in a in a, in a, in a normal voice, and uh, so the guys get it. And so um, the volume is the same, and, and we expected them to play differently and better. But uh, you can only focus on what you've got done right away, and and, and uh, be able to change it. And so uh, the coaches were calm. Um, you know, uh, I I was I challenged the team just to just to focus on the game, not worry about um, the injuries and that stuff. It was going on don't worry about playing uh talking to the refs just play the game focus on what we're trying to do on the field on the field as a team as a unit and uh, everything will work out and, and i'm just glad the guys played there i mean the leadership took over and the guys played well and and our coaches did a great job in the second half and the first half was good too i just it was a tight game and we've been in a lot of those so it was good for us to to answer back and and uh, blow this one out you know in the second half on the blocked punt uh, the first punt that they made uh, actually without making a big effort it was pretty close. He got in there pretty close to making that play. And so in the second time, that was that where it gave you maybe the inclination to get after him this time, or was he on his own? Yeah, well, I think Ed's done a great job at, at, at um, scouting the, our opponents, and um, he saw something there and uh, in, installed a new scheme that we haven't done all year long. And, and, and so um, I have to give a lot of credit to Ed and, and all, obviously the guys that we, we, we were able to to work with. You know, I think I think it was Morgan Ungla that made the the, yeah, right. the, the block, but um, you know, I just uh, Rhett kicked well, um, Johnny kicked well as well, you know, and, and I think that uh, he did a good job on that running into the kicker. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Um, Left I, his leg extended a little bit. Yeah, yeah that was for, good. For a guy that doesn't know much football, he sure does a great <laughs> job at that, that, that spot. And you know, when when it was fourth and three, that's kind of that gray area for us, and uh, it just felt like, okay, let's go for it. We're we're in a good position now, and, and uh, we were able to, you know convert on the first down and just really happy with the guys being on top of it and and our offense was ready to go so uh you know we communicated communicated really well as a coaching staff and then our players took over and uh they did they had a great um mindset during the whole game and i, I loved it 
Taysom Hill, I think, in his postgame comments said that a game ball was given to Ed Lamb uh, mm-hmm. today. Just off the top of my head, uh, special teams forces and recovers a couple of fumbles uh, on kickoffs. The field goal kicking was excellent. Um, overall, special teams uh, played a big part uh, in your win today. And this is just kind of an interesting note that I came up with just while working with Ralph here on this. So, Rhett Almond was 3-for-3 three three today. Mm-hmm. He has not missed inside 40 this season. He's 16-for-16 16 16 inside 40. If that were to stay and he were to keep it, um, that's that's the NCAA record minimum for, for most field goals made under 40 for a season is 16. And there have been a few 100% guys, but it's been like seven years since an NCAA kicker's been 100% inside 40 for a year. And there's Rhett sitting at 16-for-16. 16 16. He's money when he gets close. Oh, yeah. And, and we feel really comfortable with him up close. And, and uh, it's, it's the distant the long distance one that we're concerned with but um i think that yeah you're right that's that's where his misses happened and, and that we actually got our, a couple kicks blocked you know so um ed's done a great job with special teams overall rhett's done a great job kicking and matt foley's done a great job snapping and uh definitely jurgens has done a great job holding so i'm uh, really pleased with that whole group and and uh, that's why we gave the game ball to to ed because he's done a, he, i mean it's one of those things that really doesn't get thanked enough you know and having uh, our special teams be so solid uh, for the most of the year has been really good to, to lean on. It appears to me that uh, he's kicked a lot of field goals, 37-yarder, and uh, certainly the ball carries enough that it would make a 45-yard field goal. Do you think they just psych out a little bit, thinking that they have to hit it harder to get that 45th, you know, that extra distance? Because when he hits it just solid for a 35-yarder, it carries definitely 10 yards past the post. Yeah, and Ed, Ed's been working on him with that, you know, just as far as hitting the sweet spot. I mean, it's like a golf swing where you don't have to yeah. swing so hard. And I think that uh, once he gets more comfortable with, with the uh, with the kicks, I think it will come along. But this is his first year really give, being the, the main guy and uh, just been really really happy with what he's done for us and uh you know we'll, we'll work on that I, I mean i think that you're right if we can just swing like a normal i think it's easier said than done though yeah probably so i'm same way with my driver <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know uh have you ever seen something like what happened in that third quarter i mean have you been on the other side of that kind of situation so you, you block the punt they fumble the kickoff you know it's a good hit and a good recovery intercept a pass for a touchdown it just kept going and going they drop it again to get another interception that second half man alive it was just miserable for them yeah and, and it just uh, it seems like when mistakes happen um and momentum switch uh, switches for a team uh you really have to try to control it and uh, we've been on 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 the, you know, on the bad side of that, where it's, you think that it's starting that way, but uh, we're able to rally back. And um, you know, for us, our leaders, I don't think we ever get in that position because our leaders really help us out in it, and it shouldn't go that in the, where it hurts you that badly. But yeah. I was really, like I said, I um, it worked out in our, in our in our favor, and our guys played hard. I mean, I think uh, Eric Takanaka was the one that, that yeah. he, but he's he's been doing that all year long as far as hitting guys on on kickoff cover, and so uh, it was just only a matter of time before the ball comes out. The last six teams you've played haven't scored a point in the third quarter. You come out of the locker room intending on doing a few things that usually get done. Yeah, and, and the, the coaches, we have great coaches, and so they're, they're able to assess what we did in the first half and what was good and what was was bad and and uh, to switch things around and, and make some changes and then communicate that to the uh 
you know, to, to, to the, the players. The adjustments were made, and it wasn't anything that was too extravagant, but um, I, I have a lot of confidence in our coaching staff and feel really good about what, we're, you know, when we're going into a game, especially in, a, in t- some tight spots. Having only a 14-9 lead at halftime, I felt really comfortable with what we were going to be able to do uh, during that 20-minute that halftime. BYU now 7-4 and four on the year, six wins in the last seven games. I guess any coach yeah. would want to see that from his team as the season goes along. You learn to do things better and more effectively and ideally get stronger as the year goes along. Even though injuries come and you have attrition, you're playing some good football right now. Yeah, we are, and we're being a little bit creative with some of the things that we have to do with the injuries. I mean, we're not not to have Jamal uh, for with us for the last couple of weeks has been hard, but uh, really seeing other guys, really excited about seeing guys like KJ emerge and um, you know being able to use guys like Harvey and Francis Bernard keeps campaigning for himself <laughs> to run the ball. But uh, wants it, to go back. Yeah, we, we have a team full of running backs. So I don't think we'll be hurting that in, in that position. Well, the pick six got him in the end zone today, so Francis did his part there as a yeah. ball carrier. So if he wants the ball more, he should get more picks. <laughs> and, and, and the backfield combination is interesting today. The two bigs rush for 137 yards. That's Taysom Hill and Harvey Longy. And then the little guy, K.J. Hall, goes for a buck 0-1. He gets his first 100-yard game and another rushing touchdown. Those three guys combined for four rushing scores. And so you had a nice little uh, change of pace there today. Yeah, and, and a lot of credit goes to the O-line and uh, the things that they were able to do up front. Um, you know, they, they did a lot of uh, uh, slanting and, and stunts on us. And mm-hmm. I think once they were able to settle down a little bit and get used to the speed up front, um, they were able to kind of, you know, just take over the game. And, and we mentioned the line of scrimmage being important for us. And um, the O-line created I mean, created a lot of different gaps for so many different running backs. But um, just really happy with what KJ is doing. And, and I've said it before that uh, Coach Mahe is doing a great job with that position group. Well, I thought the the way the game started, I thought, you know, you've talked all week about how they're a well-coached team, and they come out and they line up well, they they stunt well, they uh, hard, play hard, and, uh, yeah, it was the kind of game that you were telling us about, right, to start the game. Yeah, and they have a lot of experience in their coaching staff, so they're, they're, there's a lot of things that um, – that they, they understand the game, they understand how it works, and they have a lot of young guys playing, so um, we knew we were going to get their best shot, and we, we wanted to make sure they got ours, and I thought the second half was what we yeah. were, were capable of doing. And now the goal is to try to do that from the beginning and, and, and uh, continue it to the end. Okay, a couple of streaks extended. Uh, BYU's pitched... Pitch, <laughs> I like streaks on yep, that, yep. Yeah. Uh, BYU's pitched second-half shutouts for three straight games now. No points allowed in the second half, last three games. And now 11 straight seasons that BYU has had a winning record, at least seven wins on the year for 11 straight seasons, Kalani. Well, that's good, and, and uh, I'm just happy to do my part, and, and like I said, uh, I'm really happy with what, what's already been established here, the tradition that's been here for so long, for so, so many decades, and just happy to do my part. You said you're okay if I remind you about streaks as long as we keep breaking them extending. Yeah, so let's yeah. get the next one going, yeah. and, and uh, let's it? get ready to roll next week. <laughs> no, I hope I'm not following this up, but isn't the interception also a streak? Haven't they made interceptions all in the last? All 11 games this year. All 11 games uh, with, with a pick, so we'll keep that one going, hopefully, too. That's that's a nice way to, to yeah. you know, get a so takeaway. Make a list of them all, and then we'll just, <laughs> we'll just think over them and, and hopefully yeah. extend them next week. It seemed like it was a pretty clean game for you guys today, injury-wise. You didn't have a couple guys going in, but it seemed like didn't it seem like anybody got really hurt for you today. No, and and, and um, really happy with the way they're hitting the weight room. I think that's preventing a lot of the injuries. Um, but... Um, you know, we were able to stay, I think, for the most part, we should get, hopefully we get Jamal back in Squally. And um, 
algae would be a lot better next week. And so I, I'm really excited about the group. And uh, Butch was finally looking like Butch of old. And, and so, uh, um, yeah, I'm just really grateful that we're in this position and for the most part um, limiting the injuries. It was our last day of sunshine football for the year. You'll play at 8.15 next week and then in the dark in San Diego in, in, in the bowl game. Um, so afternoon football is done for this year. And you've got Utah State coming in next week to finish out the year. Your thoughts on the Aggies being a season ender for BYU uh, like it was last year when you weren't here, but they're ending it with the Aggies who come to your place next Saturday night. Yeah, we're excited. I'm, and and uh, obviously I know Coach Wells and I know that uh, that program really, you know, as far as uh, there's a lot of familiar faces on that staff and, and on that team. And so we're excited to play that game and, and really honored to play have Utah State come to our home. And it's about the seniors. It's their last game here in Lamar yeah. Edwards Stadium. And, and we have a lot of seniors that have, uh, you know, are looking forward to ending it the right way and and, uh, and uh, have put in a lot of time on that field there. And so I'm looking forward to them uh, playing this game. And it'll be a night game. We'll be excited for it. It's going to be your first senior night with these guys. Mm-hmm. But even the guys that you haven't had for four years – this year has been enough to create a pretty strong bond with these guys that have done this for a long time here in Provo. Oh, yeah, I love them. They're great young men, and uh, I'm honored to be in this position as a head coach, and I'm so lucky to get to know our players and know the staff and the faculty here and the administration, and definitely really happy to be involved with the fans. So uh, looking forward to one more at home, and uh, yeah. let's end this the right way. And we got to say it, uh, it's gone fast, hasn't it? I mean, uh, all of a sudden, yeah, I, we wait all year for this. Yeah. And then, oh, man. We should play 18 games. Yeah, maybe. Let's let's petition for that. <laughs> let's do it. Let's play. Let's keep the season going. Keep it year-round. So, Can you play fun. friendlies? Can you play friendlies in football? <laughs> Well, we're having fun. I think that's what the spring ball game is, right? But we're having fun, and, and uh, we'll, we'll make it work. And just uh, really looking forward to seeing the fans again next week. And, uh, yeah, I just appreciate you guys, and, and um, just grateful to be a Cougar. All right, first game of a triple header for us on the radio today. Soccer's coming up next from South Carolina. BYU's got to get the win over the one seed there, keep that thing going into the Elite Eight. And then Coach Rose's team plays basketball here tonight. I'm heading from here to there to call that game this evening. But Kalani has certainly got things kicked off the right way today. 51-9 to over UMass. Congrats on the win. In, getting to seven and four, clinching that winning season, keeping that streak going, and uh, and keeping it rolling here toward the end. So, way to go! Thank you, appreciate yeah. it. All right, that's Kalani Sitake. We'll come back with an abbreviated Cougar Nation now here on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.